What's up, everybody? Um, I'm to be back. Good to have you back. Um, yeah, today's episode is brought to you by World Industries. Um, we've had a chance to be a part of the rebirth of World, and we've brought back their apparel, skateboard decks. We're building a skate team, and we've brought the art back, and it's been awesome. And you can check everything out at worldindustries.com. We are also brought to you by All I Need Skate. Um, we've been super heavy on the YouTube for All I Need. Um, pretty much just been filming every session I go on, like trying to get clips uh, for our video parts, and I film all of it, the B-sides. It's kind of cool. How I want to do it, how we're kind of going to do it this time is we're going to put the B-sides out first through the YouTube channel, so you can watch the full session, you know? And, uh... Then we're saving certain clips for our video parts, and then we're going to put out our parts online. Um, it's super fun to do it this way, because it's kind of like you get to see all the antics and fun and craziness, and then uh, it's kind of cool when the part comes out and you see what they saved, you know? Um, but yeah, that's what we've been doing with uh, All I Need. And we have our new decks out as well. Please check out the Seafood Vengeance series. Um, you can check it out on our website, allineedskate.com, or we're also on Instagram, at All I Need Skate, and Facebook and Twitter. Um, today's episode is with the legendary Davey Rogers. Uh, it was nice to sit, th- sit down and officially meet Davey. I see him all over the place, and I've heard of his legend. And, uh, yeah, it was sick, man. Thanks. Peace, guys. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Boy, today, today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers you know the other skaters are like holy shit like yeah dude that's rad admiration yeah, yeah that admiration or the, the affirmation real recognize real if I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life then these great moments would never be as great as they have been honestly like for me I just loved it like I saw those dudes I saw those videos and I was like holy fuck this is sick yeah this is what I want to do We're going to start at the top for this one. So, what age did you get into skateboarding, Davey? I got into skating, pretty sure I was 12. Yeah, I was definitely 12, not 13. We were in 8th grade. Nice. Uh, it's actually weird how we got into skating. Um, we were just sort of like, I don't know, we made the transition from like being like fucking rockers to like, like, there was a little punk rock wave in, in Boston, and um, so uh, me and a couple, well, a bunch of people really got into punk, and um, and we started going to shows and stuff, and and um, it, we started hearing about skating through punk, because we were still, like, you know, athletes. We still played, like, baseball in leagues and basketball and stuff, but we were starting to be you know, outcasts and weirdos and listening to punk and stuff, going to shows and making weird friends, you know, so, but, you know, so we went to, in my memory, what I remember is we went to a show and this guy had skate hate, it's like, it was like a cross, skate hate, like, in a cross, duct taped on his back, (laughs) and we were like, what the hell, skate, is that like how you dance, what is that? Later on, we learned, like, no, skateboarding. These guys, like, they ride skateboards, and they do, like, they go to the skate parks, and, and they do gnarly stuff downtown, jumping off stuff. And we were like, wow, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hopped on. Yep. When you uh, when you said you guys got into music, were you playing it, or were you just listening and going to shows and stuff? Just, uh, you know, just, 
I don't know. We were just like, it was like you know, outcasts and weirdos, or maybe we made ourselves that. I don't know. But <laughs> so we started going to these shows in Boston, and it just, you know, there was like a scene, like with other cool people and girls and people that wanted to hang out and not hang out with the regular jocks, kind of like skateboarding, you know, that's why they were hand in hand. And, um, you know, for five bucks, when you're freaking 13 or 15, you go see five bands, you know, the Misfits and all the rad local bands. And it was like, I'm in, man. It's good times, you know, skate all day and then go see a show, you know? Yeah, that sounds sick. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. That's right. So you got into skating. You got you got into music, which led you into skating. Um, yeah. how, what was the skate community? Who did you start skating with? What was your crew like as you progressed and moved forward? Right. Yeah, I mean, my original best friend um, is Cohen Buddy Nichols, and he does, you could probably, you've probably watched it, doing what you do. He does love letters to skateboarding now with Grosso and stuff. Hell yeah. Right. Grosso, Grosso, I don't know. Um, so, so I mean, he's still in it, you know, and, and he's still ripping, and he's like a, you know, awesome pool skater in L.A. now, and they have a studio, and uh, so he was my original buddy, and we had others, you know, they came and they went. I'll never understand why people quit skating, but, um, but yeah, I mean, some, some dudes fell off, some dudes went turned into freaking criminals, you know, some dudes... <laughs> <laughs> Some dudes, you know, did other things, but uh, but Buddy, you know, he was my main skate bro, and he's still there. And it's pretty rad when we get together when we can. Yeah, that's rad. You, that was the same. I had a buddy named Dale, and he was just super into skating, and that's all. Yeah. He, that's all he fucking wanted to do. So I was like, I'm in, dude. And then uh, same thing. He would just always spark a session, or vice versa. We just kept each other going forever. That's for sure. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. Were you any good at sports? <laughs> at sports? Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was actually really good at soccer. I remember my dad was like, um, my dad didn't necessarily understand skating, and and uh, you know I wasn't spoiled. He he was like, uh, you got to stay with soccer, and I'll get you a new board because my board was like thrashed, and he was like. If you if you stay with soccer, I'll get you a new setup because that was like a big deal. It's not mm, like nice. To, you know, hand and stuff. So, so, um, so I stayed with soccer. I was, I went to camps. I was always pretty rad at soccer. You know, it was awesome. But I, I, I remember the turning point where it was like, you're just done with the schedule and the coach, you know, and it's just, you want to, like, I was becoming an individual, you know, like through, you know, listening to punk and thinking for yourself and, and skating. You know, and I was like, they wouldn't play me. I was, I knew I was good, and you know, I was at a, you know Brookline High School, but they wouldn't paint uh, play me because I was like not hitting all the practices, and I had a freaking funny haircut, you know. So I was like, I'm out, man. I'm skating. <laughs> no rules, no coaches, you know. Yeah, yeah, that appealed to me about skating too. I played, I played organized sports. I did baseball, which was fun. Basketball. Yeah, I mean, Oh, it's okay, yeah. Yeah. I, soccer was always tough for me because the endurance. I, like, didn't like to run for a long time then. <laughs> a lot of running. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. I mean, I love sports. They're all good. It's just, you know, we found our spot, you know. Yeah. Well, do, does that bug you out about nowadays, how skating is kind of like, it seems like it's everything for anyone, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to read it. I don't know what to say to that. It's, it's probably got so many little... I don't pay enough attention, but it's probably got so many little, you know, subdivisions. Who knows? Everybody finds their niche, you know? It's like it's like my employee, like, um, you know, Brandon, sometimes we have skate talks. He has no idea who I'm talking about. I have to show him, and I have no idea who he's talking about half the time. Like, I, I try to keep up on things a little, but I'm like, uh, you know. There's generations. Yeah, there's, it's generational gap, but we also, we all find our niches, you know? He's watching the... You know, switch tray front crooks, and I'm watching the. You know, yeah. What. That that's a testament to how young skateboarding is as like an industry because we're just now getting into a couple generations deep. You know, you think about any other like 
uh, thing that people care about, there's like a full history of it, and ours is just starting to grow more and more, you know, like, yes. where there's I mean, gaps now, the generational gap, which we didn't really have before, right? Before it was like Tony Hawk, and before Tony Hawk was, I don't know, like... Uh, it's there, it, I mean, you know, it happened in waves and stuff, um, waves. there was tons of stuff I didn't know, you know, that that the older guys in Boston knew, you know, and... And I you know, and I wasn't that interested. I, I didn't really care about, you know, Alan Gelfand and Dwayne Peters at the time. I, of course, I was looking at you know freaking Tony Hawk and whatever, you know, watching the Powell videos. So, you know, it's just what you focus on. And but there's definitely waves. It's like, like, like I saw it happen. Like, like we already knew how to do like you know, waist to chest high airs on vert and stuff. And then like the jump ramp craze came you know three or four years later and i was into it like we always skated everything but it was like you kind of don't want to like pound your knees on some flat bottom landing when you already know how to you know so <laughs> it's, it's waves in, in preference and, yeah I don't know. yeah but it looks what? so sick if you can like early grab melon and just tweak that thing out oh. off the ramp it looks fun oh. as fuck yeah Oh, it's all great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dogging any type of skating. All skating's good, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, um, It's just cool that there's generations now. I'm hyped that each each generation has grown skateboarding as a collective and everyone's contributed with some sort of style or, like, videos or whatever right. people have left in Legacy. It's, like, it's all accumulated to what we get appreciate nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it all comes full circle, and everything has a spot. And, you know, if you can do everything, great. If if not, I don't know. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Do you were your parents into the fact that you skateboarded? Um, you know, I was thinking about that, like, like a like a nerd. I was thinking about that before we um talked. I was like, thinking about my parents, and I mean, I don't know. My daddy, you know, he kind of. I love him, but he kind of, like, moved on around, like, 8th or ninth grade and, like, had a new girlfriend or was getting a divorce, and I don't think he, I don't think he appreciated it that much. He sort of understood it, but he maybe didn't understand it that much. My mom was just always just generally supportive of anything, so, so she was cool. She, like, I, I was born in California, so I still have family there, so. Nice. Yeah, so I had a couple, like like dream family vacations when I was like 15 or 16. Like, like they took me to like my mom, I don't know where my dad was, but my mom took me to like Del Mar and pipeline and like the Venice famous Venice quarter pipe, all this crap. I was like, wow, just dropped me off, you know, and went out of her way to do it though, you know, and like freaking like the Gons was there, like, ripping like he was like nobody but everybody's like who the fuck is this guy like he was like all the tail on all these like ledge high things which was new nice. and then all like, ripping the bulls and just like wow yeah, yeah. so yeah that's probably like that was very helpful yeah it was probably like culture shock coming from the east coast to california it's like holy shit this game's been yeah. going on for a while out here huh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure i mean you know you're staring at the magazines and and back then, occasional video, but it was like, holy crap. I mean, that's definitely where everything was. We didn't have skate parks, you know, so yeah. it, was, it was pretty awesome. But I but I was always like Boston Strong. I mean, we, we had the best banks, and I was like, I'll show these fuckers how to skate a bank. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah, I'm a fan of the East Coast as well. I like, I moved out to Cali, and then I just moved yeah. back. I moved back because I just missed the assholes here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm the same, dude. I mean, I I spent a long time in the Northwest. I went, you know, I went to the college there, and, and, and I loved it, and I stayed for a while, but, and eventually, you know, it's like, I, I want to be closer to family and and uh, people that speak honestly and are assholes, and, yeah. <laughs> and I miss the old skating here and everything, too, so. Fuck yeah. What'd you, what'd you go to school for? Uh, I got a degree in English. That's sort of what came easier to me. Sort of took my time, and I was lucky to do it. Um, Cause it sure beats busting your ass. You can skate more. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I actually dropped out of high school, and then I got my GED, 
and I was getting a little trouble here and there in Boston, just like, I don't know, just skating the streets and stuff. Like, nothing crazy, but, you know, my, my dad's professor at BC, and they wanted me to go to school, so. Nice. I ended up at a school that is like a sort of sister school to BC. It's also like Jesuit Catholic. So not that we are, but that's where he teaches. So it was almost free. So it was a great hookup. Whoa, nice. That's pretty sick. Actually, I got it done. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Wait, your dad was a professor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. That's pretty He's sick. Still there. Still at Boston College. No shit. What does he teach? English? History. History. Oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty damn cool, you know? It's crazy when you comb back through history. I do that a lot by watching, like, a lot of shows on uh, Netflix there. They have a lot of history shows, and it trips me out how nothing really changes. People kind of... It's the same patterns again and again. <laughs> yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a question I've been asking my guests lately. Um, All right. Do you know exactly how many years you've been skating? Um, I'm going to put it at, I think, 35. Damn, that's your skate age. You're 35. My skate age is probably older than yours. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm 34, so you're right. Holy shit, you've been skating my so, whole life and more. So you, yeah, so now you feel young, and then if I just say 35, I kind of feel young too. <laughs> so that's, that's the win-win right there, boy. That's your skate age, 35. You're golden. <laughs> yeah, my golden years now, for sure. <laughs> I, uh, did you, did you like college more than you liked high school? I mean, yeah, I mean, you got more flexibility, too, and I got to ease into it, too. I fucked around with, like, community college for a while. Like, I originally, that, that guy was telling you about, um, you know, Buddy. Yeah. Buddy Nichols, they do six there productions. Um, he moved, he was my best friend, and he moved to Portland, Oregon. His whole family moved there. And... I was like, I need to get out of Boston. Like, I was getting a little trouble here and there. And we always, like, loved Vert. And, and there was, it was just, there was not much happening. You know, and I was, you know, I loved the banks and everything and whatever else we were doing. But, you know, we were jonesing for Vert back then. So, and he said it was right out there and I just wanted to change, you know. So I followed him out there and kicked it off at community college. And we went to, well, I went to a few different community colleges um, in Oregon, and yeah, it was great. I mean, especially when you're just getting started, you take whatever you want, and, you know, and like screwing around, taking photography, and you know, nice. it's, a good time. it's I mean, it's it's a little tougher when I had to buckle down and freaking the real college and take stuff you don't want to take. Like I don't like you know math and science, but uh, definitely better in high school. Not you know, I you know, I and I have my own life outside of college i had barely any friends in college i just had all my skate buddies and would i ended up being you know seattle eventually yeah there's a gnarly yeah. skate scene up there too huh oh, it's amazing yeah Loved it. yeah i and mean um yeah it was awesome i i it wasn't that different when i first got out there it wasn't that different from boston i mean it was like you had your random scrappy bangs and curbs and we had a good time and it rained a lot and and we went and found various ramps. You know, we liked vert at the time mostly, and um, and there, there was a vert ramp in Eugene. So we eventually both went to college there. Nice, solid yeah. choice, solid choice for the ramp, for the fucking ramp. <laughs> yeah, it's like chasing your skate dreams, really. And um, and then that ramp actually went down, and it was like raining all the time. And we spent a winter at um. Jeff Phillips, rest his soul's skate park in Dallas. Damn. For fun, we took a semester off, so that was pretty incredible. Fuck yeah, that's it. Well, so does did you ever go the whole sponsorship route? Yeah, I mean, um. And where actually, before you go into it, where did it start? What was the first like hookup you ever got? First hookup was probably um. Yeah, like when I left left Boston, I mean, I don't know if it was even an option in Boston at the time. I don't know. I guess maybe people tried. I didn't like try. You know, I was just always having fun and yeah. For that, you know? and then um, when I went to Portland, Oregon, there's a shop called Rebel Skates that was really cool at the time and had a like rad team. It was like Danny Sargent was on the team. Damn. And, 
even though he moved to San Francisco, and a bunch of other rippers and, and Buddy. And um, they're sort of like, dude, what are you doing? You should really have a sponsor. Like, a lot of the guys were kind of heavily sponsored. And I was like, really? I don't know what you think. And then uh, um, to date myself, I, I'm pretty sure I sent a package of stickers, um, pictures, and not, not video. <laughs> Nobody had a fucking video camera, you know. They're like, and one people had a video camera, so they're then, they're like, is he trying to get get a modeling career? <laughs> like it's just photos of you. Yeah, <laughs> still still pictures. So, um, <laughs> so I, I don't know why, but I sent it to Skull Skates. And nice. They're a rad company, and I still like them. Um, and I actually wrote for them for a couple of years, um, like through the NSA contests and stuff. And, um, and they were cool. They were pretty small, but they, I mean, they were kind of big. They had like Hosoy and Swank and Hackett, all, all kinds of weirdos. I've heard and of them. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and they actually drafted me up a board, but it, then they couldn't get me an actual board in the mail because things were going downhill for them. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm good. This is just probably a bad move, but <laughs> I appreciate it. Like, um... And then, and then I was on like flow, you know, on and off for like Thunder and Spitfire and Indie and I don't know what we're talking here, eighties, late eighties, nineties, whatever. Yeah. Um, to, to go back to the small, small companies, nothing ever huge. Beer City was the was the best hooker. Out of Milwaukee. Yep. Nice. How did that come to be? Um. I mean, again, it was just with the help of friends. Like, you know, I never was, like, prostituting myself. I, I know people, it's more common now, like, and, and, and nothing against that. But, you know, I was just having fun and, and seeing what fell on my lap and not, like, moving to California or anything. But, so, I mean, um, I was probably in my mid-20s, and it was kind of like wrapping up college and just working and, um, and some good friends of mine were writing for that company, uh, mostly Scott Smiley. And he was like, you should really get on, dude. Like, this is a good thing. And, nice. and it was a good thing. It was, I mean, at the time it was like, they're pretty like more medium sized company and they were doing rad stuff and, and it was going well for them. So, you know, eventually they were able to pay like four or five pros and, nice. and had a couple boards out and, um, yeah, I wasn't getting rich, that's for sure. And um, but I didn't say no. You know, I know I'm not Tony Hawk, and, and nobody's cutting me a check for ten grand. So you know, I could pay my rent for a few years with it, and I didn't want to live like a dog. So I was, you know, definitely still, you know, working. But it, yeah, to me, it's cool the sponsorship thing. Um, are you, do we have a good connection, Davey? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, to me, sure. the sponsor sponsorship thing is like, there's definitely a portion of people that get into skating because they want to be famous and get sponsored and make money. But like, yeah. I, I think for a lot of us that have kept it in our lives, especially you, you're like 30, 35 years and I got 21 under my belt. It's like, right. we just want to be a part of something and do stuff together. And like, I think yeah. all, all the events, all the fucking jams, yeah. all the people we meet from skating, like... So cool, man. And, like, that's the sponsorship thing that I think people want, you know? Like, a lot of people just want to be part of something epic, you know? Right. Hmm. I mean, yeah, you get what you put in. If you're just going to be greedy and be, like, just taking and and trying to be the guy, then, I mean, whatever. I don't... I don't are you really going to be there for the long haul? I don't know. I, yeah. Or maybe eventually you'll figure it out that, that I mean, uh, the best thing you can do is is contribute to... Rad, rad scenes and, and friends and, and just get stoked off each other and community. I mean, I mean that's part of why I moved, you know, back to um, New England. And I was just like, I, I, I want to contribute and be part of of stuff going on there and, and so rad. And I don't know. That's what I can offer, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I love it, dude. I think it's awesome. Positivity and, you know, that's, that's what I can offer. You know? Yeah, I love it, dude, because I really think, like, especially right now in new england i'm amazed at our skateboard scene it's just been growing by like yeah. the, the numbers of people and the different types of people i see skating nowadays it's insane it's so cool and it's like yep. 
There's so many different like Corsque shops, small brands, lifers yeah. that are dedicating themselves to like just contributing to the skateboarding and the culture and doing cool shit and putting energy into skating, which is like turning more people onto it, which is fucking awesome. Because skateboarding fucking saves lives. We know this, you know, like it can, it definitely can. <laughs> like I said, like I was talking about, like where would I be without it? I don't know. Like, you know, it really turned things around for me. You know. Did you uh, did you ever like um fall into the pitfall of, like drugs, alcohol, and like ego shit and like I mean I everyone does at some point I guess or like, right I mean you know everybody's got their demons and it's out there like but like I said like growing up it was like it wasn't like big trouble but you know my family's a real good family or you know they're professionals and um you know I. Growing up in Boston in the 80s, it, you know, every city in the 80s was gnarlier. And yeah. it's a looking skateboard or outcast out there. When you go skating, it's like in your, half the time we're in, you know, Roxbury or whatever. Like, you know, you're, you'd have to defend yourself all the time. So Yeah, I've been there. But, I mean, that, that went a little astray. But, but party-wise, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, it's always out there. It happens. Um... But I mean, I I think luckily I was always like skating was more important to me. Um, but there's definitely times I've gone too deep on the alcohol, and you definitely need to check yeah. it, take time off. Yeah, for I, me, for me, like learning moderation was like one of the hardest things. <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, I, you know, every every once in a while I have kids that you know, um, I don't know, you know, they seem stoked on me, and sometimes they're like, you know. I give them a little, like, just, I tell them, like, go easy on the booze, man, seriously, like, don't learn the hard way, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it, it can be a great time, it's a good time, it's just, obviously, you know, you're gonna eventually pay, it's a little self-destruction. Yeah, yeah. It, like, just... Just watch it, you know, just watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of drugs out there that are gnarly, like, alcohol's a gnarly one, sugar's one that gets me scared, because I love sugar, and, like, it'll rot your teeth out, you'll fucking, diabetes, yeah. like, we have an obese problem in America, where it's, like, ridiculous people, like, and that's a lot of sugar, it's, like, it's crazy, too, about w the demonization of weed, too, like, people talk so shitty about it, it's insane. You know what, like, I was, like, showing my MBTA pass as an ID in Boston growing up and going into bars. Like, it was loose back then, Oh, you know? my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With older people and shit, I was like 16 walking into bars. I mean, so it, it, I was kind of brought up on that, for better or for worse. I don't know, but um, I'm kind of jealous. Like, I'm, I see people smoke too much weed, and they're torched, dude. Yeah, but, um, I agree. But I... <laughs> do think it's the lesser of two evils like i i kind of wish that had been my vice as a youngin instead of um booze but that's the way it was then um you know and drugs were everywhere but you know i didn't i didn't go too hard luckily but um i i i, I i'm feel i'm fearful for excuse me fearful fearful for kids now with with pills it's it's just too fucking easy and those things are dangerous the opiates like yeah gnarly oh there like why would you go there i heard somewhere before someone said moderation with everything even moderation so i was like that's kind of funny and, and good and like but but for sure there's certain things that we just know there's statistics like drinking's one of them if you look at the statistics the smoking um cigarettes statistics like it's like, Nari, look at him, you're like, all right, let's do the math. If you can do the math and you have it, why not do it and try? It's a weird one. It's a weird one, too, Dave, because, like, when you're young and you're, like, growing up, you got to kind of uh, experience life. That means you got to, like, make mistakes. It's like when you jump on your board, you're like, I got to go fucking fall a bunch until I figure it out. You know, right. like. Yeah, <laughs> definitely people are going to experiment. Kids are going to experiment. Hell, I experimented way too late in my life. I mean, it happens. Everyone makes mistakes, but just. You know, keep your head on and at least have regret the next day and be like, whoa, I can't fuck with that, you know? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. I want to be healthy. I, 
who the fuck wants to not be healthy or wake up in jail? I mean, it, it, you lose your head, dude. Don't lose your head. I just, I'm fearful for that. All the pills, man, I can't believe. I mean, that's big pharma. They need to make their money. Yeah. And then people graduate. I don't know what, I, I'm out of it. I don't know what's worse, the actual pills or, the, or, or they graduate to cheaper drugs like heroin or whatever. I mean, that's yeah. scary. That's how are they going to stop that? There's too many billions of dollars involved. Scary. Yeah. Where we grew, where we live too, in New England, there's like problems with pills and heroin and that epidemic shit. It's like um, it's everywhere, dude. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, it's a struggle, dude. I, I, like I said, I stick to the ones that I feel are tested and true. I go coffee and weed because it seems <laughs> like even. <laughs> Even exactly. if I abuse it, I just have like a headache, and that's it. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, moderation. Be careful. One second. Let me cross this stuff off real quick. Oh yeah, I'm here. Let's get it. I wanted to get into um, running a small business and like what you're doing nowadays, as far as work. Right. Mm -hmm. What's going on? All right. So I. Uh... Okay, well, I was in New York City. When I originally moved back to the East, I moved to New York City um, and did um, – I worked at Fox News. I did a bunch of weird TV stuff. Really? I, well, because I followed Buddy again because he rules. And so I – he was in New York then. He's like, come here. It's rad. I was like, all right. So he got me like work doing like running cables and then I ended up doing a little sound at, at Fox and stuff. In hindsight, pretty cool. Maybe I could have made a career. But anyway, no. I wanted out of the city. We had a, our son. We had our son was born in, in New York. And uh, especially then, it was like, ah, we're not going to raise a kid here. It costs a million dollars, and he might be the only white child in, in his school. You know, so uh, no, you know, just that might be challenging. So Yeah, as a kid. Uh, so I was coming to Skater Island and everything, and... Um, Anyway, from taking trips from New York to go to Skater Island, and and I already you know knew all these people from old Boston days and and um, New England days, and so I knew Sid and I knew you know Tom Jolt and all these people. Um, so I talked to Tom, and I was like, you know, I wanted to move here. I was like, this is amazing. It's a freaking Archie Bunkerville here. I, I love it, but you know, like. We could afford a house at the time, and uh, and Tom said he'd give me a job landscaping. So I started there, and then after a couple years working for him and another surfer guy in town, I was like, I should probably do this myself and make twice the money. And um, and so then it kind of grew from there, I guess. Nice. That's awesome. It's nice to kind of take a stake and go out on your own a little bit. It, it, you know, it is and it isn't. I mean, I'm like... Well, like it's awesome. Like you're gonna make more money, but uh, it's all on you. And and the more you grow, the more fucking responsibility you have. Like, I mean, it's not. You know, I'm not running a multi-million dollar corporation. Don't get me wrong. We're pretty small, but it's 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 like you know you got to make payroll every week, and you have to, you know, the, if that mower goes and it costs eight hundred bucks, you better cough it up, and you know. It's endless. It's a pain in the ass, but I do love. I do like what I do. I do like. I, I really. I compare landscaping, or especially the type I do, to um, to skateboarding. Like it's well, we're skateboarders. We compare everything to skateboarding, but, <laughs> you, know, but you know, like it's it, it kills you and it, it keeps you healthy and um, and strong and young all at the same time. You know, all in the same breath. Like yeah, you know. Fuck yeah. I agree, man. I was like, <clears throat> I was thinking about skateboarding and fucking how crazy it is. And I totally agree with you. It's, yeah. You can apply it to fucking anything. And I've been thinking a lot about work. Because I was like, yeah. most people think that their goal in life is to escape work. And uh, right. I'm always like, that seems like such a fool. Fool's like, pursue. Yeah, it's gonna get you. Yeah, because well, because like, even if you get what you want, you're gonna have to work at it. It's like... Right. You know what I mean? It's still work. Like, even if you get that dream and, like... Because uh, you can't maintain something without work, you know? Yeah, you have to. I mean, it, it, it technically, like, I'm one to talk. I mean, I, I, I put it off a long time between, like, just 
committing my life to skating and like working, you know, crappy jobs here and there. I know? thank you for that, Davey. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my small contributions, but you know what I mean? Like, um, it's like that consolidated shirt. Skateboarding ruined my life, but you know, but, but it didn't because it really didn't. Because how much fun have we had and, and are we still having? You know, like, what are you gonna do? We're not. Stockbrokers, what are you going to do? But, <laughs> yeah, but we, I feel like we have a lot more experience than the average person that just falls for like someone telling them how to do it and where to go and what time. When someone owns your time and they send you through a system, you're no, it's not you anymore. PCU is gone at some point, unless you really enjoy it, you know? Yeah, it's, I guess it's a real fine line. I mean, I, I didn't want to sit in a cubicle. And I, Hell, I didn't want to sit in an office. I I can't do that. I'm spaz, you know. You know, I'm still, I get I'm old. I still get tired. I get tired more now, but I'm still like hyperactive spaz, and you know, channel that energy into like skating or landscaping. So nice, yeah. And and uh, you're in Rhode Island doing that, right? Yep, I'm in Newport. So yeah. seasonal, right? So I know that's the brutal part. I mean, yeah, I've been here 18 years. Um, yeah, that, that hurts, especially lately. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> this whole winter, like, just working, like, it's it's almost like I work worse jobs in the winter just to get by. Like, yeah. should have been a carpenter. But, <laughs> but, I, but I'm a skateboarder, and I was a skateboarder. And, um, and landscaping, especially the type of landscaping I do, is something that I could teach you in three or four days, and it's just hard work, maybe, that people don't want to do yeah it's a skill for sure you got to know how to do it and you got to be able to have work ethic so yeah yeah but it's a skill you can pick up quickly which is why i'm here you know like to become a master carpenter or something is obviously a lot more knowledge and work so yeah. so here i am whatever you know i <laughs> i do like it and it's nice to be able to employ um friends that's hit or miss but it's it is nice that i don't know be able to hook friends up and yeah like the ones that need work and be able to be like yeah here and if you work with me we can sweat together and make an earnest living i like that right yeah it's a great feeling to work with skateboarder and then go skate after at the end of the work day that's that's really not a bad thing yeah that's super cool and you mentioned brendan before he's one of the most classic dudes i know and he shreds too oh he's amazing yeah i I took him, or we've we've been on a trip together. We, he came on a couple nice. all I need things. It was sick, man. Um, I wanted to ask you about traveling. Have you ever gone outside the country? Um, yeah. I mean, um, my family's pretty well traveled, but uh, if we're talking skateboarding, yeah. Uh, um, my best thing was when I graduated college. I went to Europe. Sick. Me and again, buddy and a couple other guys got together. Scott Eaton's country Joe, just random shredder dudes. Um, and we went to Europe, and it was fucking amazing. Like, actually, again, I followed Buddy. Buddy was there, worked like teaching English in Spain. So the rest of us got together and we're like, we'll go visit Buddy. And um, we we originally we followed like the pro contest thing nice like yeah like we were like let's go to moonster and we'll check out the pro contest <laughs> which was cool um but and then we skate like the outside spots like with the other pros and and then watch the contest like try to barge it a little but not that much but then um but we quickly came to the conclusion that we should probably stop following the pro contest and get out on our own because we weren't <laughs> bro so like <laughs> you know like we're just it's like you know, let's, let's go have our own adventure and so we went to uh, germany amsterdam spain it's fucking amazing spain was incredible we really got hooked up in spain amazing people and rad old skate parks and street skating and spots and really friendly people so what's the difference between traveling with your family and traveling and skating? Just you're exploring more? Well, I mean, now I travel with my family. Um, it's rad, but I, you know, I'm a 
it's hard to break away and skate, especially if you're in a place that's mostly for, you know, vacation. So yeah, if we're in a place where I can break away and skate. I'll, I'll take a day or two, um, and go rip it up. Like last winter, I went to California. Nice. And um, especially now that the kids are older, I was able to get a grand total of two or three days on my own to go skate and catch up with old friends. So nice. That, that was amazing. But I mean, typically, obviously, when you're traveling with your family, the main focus is that everyone has a good time and sees rad stuff and soaks up sun and whatever. You so, have, how many kids do you have? I have two. Um, my son is 18. Nice. Named Owen, and he goes to school and uh, goes to college in um, New York City. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that Great. seems like the belly of the beast right there for school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had there, so there, he's back there. Uh, um, yeah, he's a he's a really cool kid. He's he's eighteen. He go, he um, goes for fashion and marketing at the school called LIM. So he's doing his own thing, and he he does some really cool stuff. He'll get like um, he just always flipping money on the internet. Like he he'll get like. Nike high tops, whatever they're called, airs or dunks, whatever, I don't know. And he'll, like, do weird stuff with them and then resell them. And oh, nice. A couple grand. Like, like customize them and then sell it? Yeah, That's it. Yeah, like, he'll take them to, like, cobblers and put, like, logos or designs or zippers, all this stuff. And yeah, he's, he's a smart kid. And um, my daughter Zoe is um, 16, and she's real cool. Smarty Pants Kid just nice. won a good contest. She's going to DC this summer, so I can't complain. They're they're they were real easy, smart kids that didn't get in a lot of trouble, and they're I'm really blessed. They're awesome. Yeah, that's uh, life hammers. That's right up there with being a skateboarder. Sick. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> most credit to my wife. You know, she's the rock. You know, so <laughs> plus she gave birth to them as well. <laughs> birth to them. You know, she's not the one. Going to skate every weekend. She's, she's done an amazing job. So. Um, weird, weird to jump back to this, but those monster contests—they always seemed like they were fucking wild. Like, they used to like light cars on fire at some of those European contests. It was like get out of control. Right? Yeah, I didn't see that, but um, it was pretty cool. The year I went there it was like it was kind of like when the the flip team started to emerge. I don't oh. even know if they're called flip yet, but it was like. Rune Glyphberg and Tom Panny and they were like out of nowhere just like dominating and like even like a deal Diani or whatever his face is it was like wow like doing huge 360s and Tom Panny was like doing like huge frontside flips like brushing his teeth in the middle of his run <laughs> you know I was like holy shit he did him like he was sleeping the whole time like <laughs> right yeah that's fucking steez um, yeah it was amazing it was amazing, and then uh, I, I, I got some pictures. He went and skated bowls with, like, you know, the people. It's funny, like, we go, like, you know, there's, like, the rod jocks that would, like, just stay at the contest site, but then there's, like, the rad dudes that were like us, like Julian Stranger or whoever, you know, like, that would go skate the bowls with us and stuff randomly, like, because they were just more in it for the adventure, like, we were, you know what I mean? yeah. That's sick. That's a lurker. <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. I, and you know, it's like you take it for granted when you're there. Like when we were there, it was like, well, you know, and we made some good friends, and especially in like Spain, you know, and we'd be like, well, fuck, dude, I'll see you next year, man. I'm gonna make this a yearly thing, and then, and then in all reality, you know, life, you know, like <laughs> life kicks in, and it's like, good luck going, you know, once no, it's hard, you know, you. Life takes over, you know. Yeah. I always thought I'd go back to Seattle regularly, but it's like life, you know. You gotta have your priorities. So. Yeah, some at some point you shift your focus, especially when you give birth or you have kids. And I imagine that's like a shift in a paradigm where it's like you no longer are concerned about yourself. You're like living for someone else, you know. At least for eighteen years, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's probably yeah. work. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. it is. Uh, you make it work, though. It's a natural thing. <clears throat> and you know, I, I, that's my other contribution as an old guy is that, you know, you 
I mean, I guess I'm an example of the fact that, you know, you can keep going and, and have a lifetime skateboarding and, and still handle your responsibilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what's better than that, you know? I don't know. And it's kind of cool to be like, to say like, hey, I found skating or skating found me or however it worked out. And then I just kind of followed skating. And then you can look at the heights and the valleys and, like, how long. Like, especially if you have a time span of 35 years, you can see so many ups and downs and just do skating alone. Like, I've been filming a lot of my skateboard sessions because I was like, it'd be cool just to have these as a collection of memories, you know? Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like the TBT master lately on Instagram and shit. I'm like, or Facebook or whatever. I'm like... And it gets old after a while. I don't want to feel like I'm living in the past. Like, I'm, I'm still capable of skating, okay, but it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Like, I was lucky to have a lot of good uh, photographer friends. Yeah. But there's so much video that we don't have. Like, I'm, it's driving me crazy. Like, I have, like, video of stuff that I can't do anymore, and, you know, unless I would really commit to it. You know, like, I got runs at Maximus where Damn. Back then, I used to do nollie flips, and... I can't do a nollie flip now to save my life, and I don't know where the fuck that VHS tape is. God damn it. <laughs> Believe me, I swear it happened. Uh, can't live in the past, though. Yeah, that's why you just create new content and just put out new stuff, so... And whatever it is, it is, you know? It's sick. I like it because it's like everyone's collecting... Uh, is, is collectively contributing to the massive imprint skateboarding has on culture. Which is cool to me. Absolutely. I'm always a fan of people that ride everything. And I used to try to ride everything. You know, like I, I had my time here and there, freaking Copley Ledges or Westlake in Seattle or whatever, you know. But then when you end up only being able to skate once or twice a week, it's, okay, let me let me do what I really like. Let me do what I know, you know. So Yeah. 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 Prior, prioritizing it to your favorite tricks or terrain you know so yeah it's cool about the cool thing about skating is there's so many different styles and so many different things to skate so there's like even and you can always learn shit too there's always like manual tricks and like i don't know people go back to skating curbs it's so cool and they still progress on a curb you know it's like it's almost endless giving <laughs> no it really is it's infinite it's i can't believe like i you know, I think that, like, someone's just going to come up with something hokey and call it different, like, whatever, you know. But no, it's just endless. It's like the whole, it's like one continual something else. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, did that? It's it's still mind-blowing. Yeah. I think it's... It, like, like, Vert, they, like, reinvented it. And, like, it's like that freaking... Now it's like a mega ramp. Like, now dudes are, like, you know, kickflip paddle mctwist and shit like seriously like yeah. it's endless and i don't i don't think it'll ever end i don't know if, if it'll hit a ceiling on like the super gnarly factor but it, it i mean it's there's always going to be new creativity yeah it'll move awesome it seems like it just moves when it goes too far one way then it moves the other way you know right well you know what other sports are constantly changing like that nothing that's why you watch, a, you know, a baseball game. It, you know, it's rad, but you know that someone's going to hit the ball and it's going to out of the park, whatever. You know, skating, you don't know what the fuck to expect. It's all different. It's all new. It's all creative. Everybody does it different. I mean, I'm sure if you're a baseball fan, you, you know, you'd be like, well, well, he hits left and he swings low. But, I mean, you yeah. can't compare I mean, it's like... But they're all wearing the same uniform. Their expression has to be uniformed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of rules. And, I mean, skating, it's... One guy's gonna, you know, ollie off a frickin' house, and the other guy's gonna, you know, switch tray manual. And yeah. You don't know what back then. It always changes. It's awesome. Kind of hyped on the way skating is nowadays, because it seems like people kind of loosened up the rains and like a lot like people did, skaters weren't hating on skaters it's just like everyone's skating to skate you know what i mean yeah right 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 so tight right, right. <laughs> yeah the 90s was a weird time for that and for me yeah and i was thinking that that might be might have been one of my contributions actually if anybody gives a shit or if anybody noticed i don't know but um 
like the nineties, it was kind of divided for like early nineties, fucking big pants, small wheels era, you know. And like I said, I've always loved all forms of skating, but you know, stuff got a little weird there for a while. People were like going a little slow, and <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's all good. It's all good, and um, I, I just felt like, especially like in the ZT Maximus days. Thank you, Doug Moore, for taking on ZT Maximus. That was critical for Boston. Legendary, um, legendary. But, yeah, you know, and I was like one of the, you know, handful of guys that rode the vert, and and of course rode the rest of the park, and and um, I don't know. I felt like I sort of, I always tried to relate to everyone and skate everything. So, so I think that I don't know at that time, like you know, like, you know, it kind of opened. Fellow skateboarders, eyes up to the fact that you know, ride everything and have a good time. Like, don't because if you're gonna exclude like certain types of skating, if you if you're you know able to skate a lot, then I don't know. I just think you're like axing yourself out of a good time. Like, it's all skateboarding. It's all fun. You know, like yeah, I don't know. I yeah, understand. And more, I- like, focus and win 50 grand on a contest but still you know like i don't know and somebody else like at that time like like jamal was my boy and he's the man and like it's funny because he's younger than me but he would like give me free stuff and he was all hyped on you know that that we skated everything that's it you know and he would he'd give me flow and stuff he's a fucking good guy that did that did happen in skating. That does happen. Like sometimes people yeah. just kind of like won't go out of their comfort zone and they'll stay in one area. And it's like, right. it's like at some point you're gonna want to learn backside tail slides, or at some point you're gonna like. I don't, like not. I don't know why not. <laughs> you know, when I had the time and I skated every freaking day, like for sure I'm gonna skate everything. Yeah. You know why not? Like I said, now I I definitely am guilty of like prioritizing what I skate and not skating necessarily everything because A, I don't want to die and get hurt. I got to go to work. But, you know, B, I only get to skate, you know, here and there. So, but still, though, I skated a ledge the other day, man. Have fun. Skate everything. Fuck yeah, man. For sure. I'm going to keep going. I'm, I'm, how old are you? I am 35 in skate years. Nice. Well, I'm 34 in real years and 21 in skate years. And, uh, I'm gonna keep going. I feel I feel like uh, I can feel it a little bit weighing on me now. Before I didn't really feel it as much, but I just adjust because there's so much fun, you know. So. Yep, it comes and it goes. It comes and it goes, man. But you know, it takes sort of good care of yourself. Keep going, you know. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're a young buck. Alright, I appreciate it, Davian. Thank you. Hey, thank you for taking your time and coming on the show, man. I know we were trying to do this for a while. I'm glad the stars lined up and you're down, dude. Thanks for your contribution to skateboarding, homie. For sure. Yours too. I appreciate everything you're doing. It's got some cool stuff going on, bro. One more thing before we go. I just want to thank World Industries for supporting the show. You can check out the rebirth of World Industries at worldindustries.com. Also, thank you to All I Need, which is skateboarding. Please check out allineedskate.com for skateboards and apparel and more. Later.